Introducing the revolutionary mascara from CoverGirl that adds extreme volume, up to 300% more volume than bare lashes. New Lash Blast Cleantopia is the plant-powered mascara made with 72% natural origin ingredients and infused with cellulose plant fibers. Cleantopia is like a green thumb for your lashes. For lush, check-me-out lashes that last up to 24 hours with no smudging, no flaking, and no clumps. Put the power of plants to work for you with new Lash Blast Cleantopia Mascara. Only from easy, breezy, beautiful CoverGirl. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome in, friends. This is Voice in the Kingdom on the Box 2 Radio Network. We get the opportunity to touch 20 central Kentucky counties over the air, and we are available everywhere at box2radio.com. That's the number two in box2radio.com. You can also download the Box 2 Radio app, and you can have that on your streaming device and listen from anywhere. And we're grateful for all the different avenues that the Lord gives us uh, to bring his word. And uh, we enjoy uh, very much being a voice in the kingdom Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. here on this radio network. And uh, part of our program is our interview segment, and that always launches off the second hour. And uh, this morning, uh, we're grateful to welcome in uh, Jared Lasky. How are you doing this morning, brother? I'm doing great, sir. It's a beautiful day. It's an honor to be on your program. I'm excited. Amen. And we're excited, too. And, and I, we're going to get into a couple of things to start off so just people get introduced to you. But just as confirmation, as because uh, you, uh, somebody sent our coordinating producer last night uh, talking about how uh, you wanted to talk about uh, the Spirit and, and liked teaching people about hearing the voice of God and, and being in tune in the Spirit. And my uh, co-host this morning had brought a, a message out of uh, Romans 8, and we've been talking about the Spirit this morning. And so... So I didn't know that when uh, you were booked. So uh, the Lord is doing something fun this morning. I'm excited to see where else we go with this. Uh, but I want people to know a little bit more about you first. Uh, and let's start by talking about your podcast because it, it lines right up to Adventures in the Spirit. Uh, tell me a little bit about the journey coming to launching that and, and why the Lord birthed that through you. Oh, wow. Well, I, I'm loving podcasting. <laughs> and uh, the Holy Spirit has taken that podcast around the world. Amen. It's phenomenal. Uh, it started off as a hobby. Now, I've been a minister for years, uh, itinerant minister. You know, I've, I've done the Marine Corps, different things like that. Mm. You know, done a lot of traveling and it, it, it adventures around the world, seeing God do amazing things. And I was transitioning from one ministry to another in, in that I uh, had planted two churches and was successfully closed one. <laughs> so <laughs> our ministry had uh, transitioned more into, into the media. My wife was like, hey, Jared, you should probably podcast. I said, sure. So I started carrying my computer around with a microphone. I launched this podcast called Adventures in God in about uh, uh, September or so of 2019. But but within a few weeks, Charisma Podcast Network had gotten a hold of me. I'd been writing for Charisma Arcot TV for a few years at mm-hmm. that point already, uh, blogging for them. But then we rebranded on Charisma as Adventures in the Spirit in January of 2020, and it just exploded. And then uh, before COVID, 
uh, we started live streaming video, and that it went viral, and Pakistan channels picked it up and aired it and everything. So I've interviewed some amazing people across the body of Christ, yeah, um, having way too much fun, and, and you know, so that's kind of how it started. And Amen. now it's just live streaming. It's put on satellite TV and other channels and stuff, and. I don't even know who all is listening, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's a work of God. Amen. When the sport, spirit flows through, man, that's me every every morning with it being live like this, and it's not you know a recording or anything like that. It just has a different aspect to it. And when the Lord brings different guests, such as yourself, that are doing these things in the kingdom, it, it's a privilege to be able to give a voice and to take back the airwaves. And, and I know that looks different for a lot of people now with you know podcasting and live streaming and all the things that you're doing. But just there's something about taking that medium back over uh, because the enemy has done such a a job of trying to take it and uh, we're, we're taking it back with a lot of people uh, here in the last year or so I've talked to a lot of people like yourself that said you know 2020 even either right before or right after everything shut down the Lord had already laid the plans for something like this uh, to take over and it's it's an amazing thing to see the Lord work through all the different avenues through people like yourself yes sir it's it's an adventure but uh, there, there are forces at play. You're, you are absolutely correct. There are forces at play in this. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's the enemy who is the prince of the power of the air, right? Right, exactly. Um, I got deplatformed for 24 hours or so off of YouTube for a little bit for <laughs> who knows what. I won the appeal, but that shows me, hey, we're speaking the truth. That's it. Uh, who, who am I? I mean, I'm not uh, Franklin Graham or any of these guys with tens of thousands of, of people. I'm just sharing the love of Jesus on media, yeah. and we're climbing that, and, and we're going to be doing videos and things, but I get deplatformed for 24 hours, it's like, whoa, we're doing something right. Yeah. We win the appeal, <laughs> but it also shows us we had to find other creative avenues mm-hmm. or other platforms or even get our own server because, right. you know, um, we're taking this for, for Jesus, and we're going to face opposition, so it's actually pretty a lot of fun and exciting at yeah the same time. yeah that's what <laughs> we've been saying that a lot a lot of our guests have said the same thing in the last year and a half as the world is dealing with this and and not to minimize any of that but for us that are believers that are spirit-led that are understanding that we're part of this remnant that's rising it has been an exciting time to see people hunger and thirst after what the Lord has been trying to do in our churches for so long, trying to break us out of the four walls, trying to break us out of these uh, traditions and religions and get back to relationship and kingdom. And it's Amen. it's coming, man. It's, it's, it's been exciting to see. And I noticed, you know, I've been following you on Facebook for a while. And I actually, you know, I'd mentioned to my coordinator producer, I said, hey, we got to get this guy on sometime. He lines up with a lot of the stuff we're talking about because, you know, you're sharing stuff from Lance Wall now. And, and, you know, uh, you're actually uh, you just recently interviewed a guy, uh, Jim Jenkins, that we're going to be we're going to be having him on in September closer to the release of his book. Uh, But I noticed that he was a professor of yours. Uh, So so let me ask you this question as a person that interviews both people that are doing and trying to tell the stories like Jim is doing and then also trying to kind of combine what's happening in the political realm, but then also trying to make sure to find that balance between, hey, you know, we also need to focus on what the Spirit is doing and what the Lord is doing. Um, talk about that balance a little bit, because, man, sometimes that's a little tough, because I think sometimes that, that the political stuff can take our eye off the ball, but we can't also ignore what's happening in the world and put our head in the sand either. Right. Yeah. Oh, man, Dr. Jenkins is an amazing guy. Uh, so, yeah, he he's one of my great friends. 
I've known him the last 20 plus years since Bible college. So he's been a hero of mine, and it was awesome. I mean, he and I have kept in touch, so I'm excited that he's going to be on your program. That's but awesome. Yeah. To answer your question, um, you know, just to maintain a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, you were talking about Romans chapter 8 mm-hmm. earlier. You know, uh, there's no condemnation for those in Christ. You know, the Holy Spirit is within us if we've got a relationship with Jesus. Amen. And he'll, he'll kind of highlight things to us, things that we, you know, that, that we need to walk into or mm-hmm. things that we need to speak up about. And because I am a patriot because of my service uh, in the Marine Corps, but also as a contractor, you know, I'm right now there's a movement trying to label Christian patriots mm-hmm. as nationalists. Yeah. That's the furthest thing from. I mean, it's okay to be a Christian in the United States of America and love your nation. Right. Love your freedom. There's a big difference between that. First and foremost, our relationship with God is number one. You know, and then there's our family. And we, we could serve our nation. We can't elevate it above God. We can't elevate it above our family. But we need to speak up for truth no matter what nation we find ourselves born in. And it's okay to love our nation, but to speak up against what is wrong. I mean, we see that even throughout the Scripture. You know, uh, for the most part, people have tried to silence or think that churches need to be silent in certain Mm -hmm. topics. Yeah. But you and I have both seen we've lost the culture wars Mm -hmm. for many years. Yeah. You know, um, Thomas Jefferson and this whole idea of separation of church and state, that was not an official thing. No, it was a letter. Yeah. It it was a letter to a Baptist church or something like that. God Mm -hmm. bless them. And it was his opinion, but it wasn't a government decree. No, and they twisted it, too, because he was basically saying, you know, government stay out of the church, not church stay out of the government. Yeah. Absolutely. And and so uh, we just took our family. Uh, up to Boston to see the historical sites yeah. and and just know, hey, this is our nation. God has always been part of this. Uh, I believe that a lot of our founding fathers were Christians, so we need to stick up for what is true, and we need to speak out against what is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because of my service, you know, uh, I've seen things around the world. And, yeah. And, um, you know, our government, we need to pray for them constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is a fine line to walk because I know how easy it is to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. You know, it, <laughs> it's easy. But what we need to, to keep is a balance of walking in the Spirit and knowing the truth of the Scripture Amen. and then speaking up for that, even if we become the, the minority. Yeah. You know, we, we become uh, fewer and far between. You'd already mentioned the word remnant, mm-hmm. you know. We're already there at this point, yeah. but a small remnant can bring forth an awakening. Yes. And so that's what I'm excited about. I think that's what we're seeing in, in the media world and, and the, where my ministry is called into media. We're seeing an awakening take place. Mm-hmm. Some people believe it's already here. I think we've got the rumblings of it, but it's pretty much going to see and be global um, coming soon, yeah. and it's going to be refined. I, I celebrate what Sean Foyt is doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it, what he's doing. You know, um, I, I've requested to interview him. I'm, you <laughs> we know, have to. heard back and <laughs> waiting on that. You know, but, like, we need more people yeah. who are called into that realm, into the kingdom. Yes. Uh, n- not necessarily politics, uh, but the kingdom. And 
it could show up in different flavors. So for me, it's not really in the politics, but it's because I'm a patriot, because mm. I serve my nation. I went, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a combat vet. I'm healed of PTSD. Mm. You know, um, I, it's like, hey, I want these stories, people's true life stories of the, the, their adventures in the spirit to get out there. And if it has something to do with politics, if it has something to do with the prophetic, I want to capture that story. Yeah. and get their message out there far and wide. Amen, and, and thank you, by the way, for your service. And uh, we're very always appreciative of our, our vets, our combat vets. And uh, we talk, there's a guy out of California, uh, Henry Hastings, that has done a lot of work with Sean Foyt. And we've talked to him a couple of times, and he's a vet as well. And, and he, uh, he talked about how the uh, intensity of what the Lord is doing through these Let Us Worship gatherings. You know, it started kind of, and the, and the media, the lamestream media tried to play it off as just, <laughs> being, um, you know, getting in a crowd outside because that was, you know, being a rebel or whatever, which Sean was being at first. But I think what the Lord has used with that is what we're seeing even in tent revivals across the world right now and getting outside the four walls like we're talking about. And I think that's the rumblings of the awakening you were just talking about is that, you know, we needed that kick in the pants. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. we had gotten really, really comfortable in being a Christian nation and forgetting that there's a battle going on every day and there's been this subtle surge of the enemy that is coming to a head and I think the last year and a half has really forced the true remnant, the true spirit-led believer to say, all right, now, okay, we, we can't just sit down anymore. We can't, we can't just sit back and watch this happen. You're right. Yeah, and we're seeing the rumblings, well, for me, it's through the media, people receiving yeah. the baptism of the Spirit while listening in or watching, or people being healed through Skype events in Pakistan, yeah. <laughs> uh, just amazing things. There's this young woman who, you know, pe people reach out to me because my ministry is visible, and she is just serving a ministry, and she's with this group in California, the name escapes me, but they're doing an open-air event in Santa Monica, and people are receiving the Spirit. People are being delivered from the demonic in public. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what it's supposed to be, because we've hidden the Holy Spirit in the churches, or even, unfortunately, in some denominations, in the back room only once a year. You know, I think that's I think you're talking out. about I think you're talking about Catherine Crick, the apostle out there with the deliverances in the park in California. Is that who you're talking about? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. It's a young lady who follows my ministry. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, they've been having some intense serving. stuff out there. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And, and I, I, I was just recently part of a crusade in Temple, Pennsylvania. And we saw the same thing. Yeah. You know, and did public baptisms and things like that. But. I'm just like, you go, keep doing this. Yeah. We need more of this. Uh, my ministry's done public baptisms, beach mm -hmm. baptisms, and events, and power evangelism is a lifestyle. Oh, yeah. You know, pray, praying and prophesying over people just Amen. every day. I mean, that's the goal, showing them who Jesus is. But we just need tens of thousands more Christians on fire and doing that. That's so right, it, yeah. These are incredible times. Yeah. Well, see, you know, that's one of the things we've been talking about a lot this week just because we happen to have some of the guys in town. But um, we, we're having a, a tent revival near us right now that we've been uh, praying for and having guys on for, for the radio and, and just being part of it within our, our local assembly here. And uh, some of the folks from the North Georgia Revival have, have been joining us, Joel Crumpton and some other folks, and we've been seeing it right here in our backyard. And I think what is really happening with a lot of these things, it's not anymore just the big-name superstar preacher. 
preachers, we've been talking about this for almost a year now, and the Lord, uh, through different prophets, has been speaking this over this region and others, that it is going to be these regional moves, whether it's under a tent, open air, baptisms out in the public, or you know any, any of those things, those are being used to not just shift the remnant into gear, but to bring people in and see the power, because w- we saw very publicly a lot of churches closed their doors because the government said so and so people started thinking well wait a second i thought you said your god heals what what are you scared of this thing for and so people are starting to see like wait a minute um people are actually looking at what we're doing and and we're we're gonna have to be the real deal or it's not gonna work anymore right right you're absolutely we do and the the method has changed and some of us were poised you know, right before things kicked off. Right. You know, sure, you and I both know, hey, we listened. And we're like, yeah, we will hide out for a little bit. But, you know, after a couple of weeks, I was like, mm, <laughs> something else is going on. Yeah, that's right. And it, it's, it's time to, and it's just like, you know what, we're going to live our lives uh, as usual. We're not going to live in fear. And, uh, you know, that's how my family has lived. And we're launching into this new missions adventure, media ministry and things mm-hmm. as a family. Uh, and we're just, you know, we're seeing God move in power everywhere that we go. Amen. My kids are hearing God's voice and, yes. you know, praying and prophesying over people mm. and leading activations and things. So, you know, we just, the empowerment, you know, we need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And we need more people who are Amen. just bold and unashamed. I mean, you and I both know the early church, man, they went through some things. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> and the, they were persecuted. And here we are. I mean, sure, it was disheartening for me to be censored for 24 hours off of YouTube. That's mm-hmm. nothing yeah. compared to what the early church had to experience. When they gave their lives to Jesus, see, they, they had to say Jesus is Lord, which was anathema to saying Caesar is Lord, right? The moment they committed their life to Jesus, they were basically saying, my life is on the line now. I could die for this confession. That's right. And that's why they had to live differently. And here we've turned Jesus as Lord into a sinner's prayer. We've tried to make it formulaic and easy. No, no, no. We need to get back to, hey, this is a complete life change. This is an empowerment of the Holy Spirit. This is where, you know, there's the darkness is separated, and your life is now committed to this cause. Mm-hmm. And I think we're seeing that, brother. I, yeah. I think we're seeing these younger people who have been, you know, God bless them, uh, but but they need courage, they need fathers, they need mothers, they need spiritual parents who empower them with the Holy Spirit, encourage them. And then you start seeing these kids, the young people, I mean, people of all generations being part of this move of God, yeah. empowered by the Spirit, taking Holy Spirit everywhere that they go, knowing yes. they're a saint and knowing that they're called of God to do this. In, yeah. in their spheres of society. I mean, it's a saint's revival. It's a saint's awakening. That's it. It's not the superstars like you'd mentioned. Yeah. It's going to be everybody. It's going to be the nameless, faceless, and I've been hearing that for the last 20-some-odd years, yeah. the nameless, faceless generation. I think this is the time, brother. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and you know, we're hearing, of course, now with uh, folks like Daniel Kalinda and others, uh, the, the Billion Soul Harvest, and, and they're all doing their part. And, and I think even though those guys have big names, uh, it has trickled down in what they're doing now through Levi Lutz and others uh, through CFAN. They're equipping people at the grassroots level. They're finding these people in these regional areas that have been committed, have been part of the remnant, and they're equipping to go on this broader scale that we're seeing 
now that it like it's like the floodgates have opened and people are actually hungry for it. Um, and speaking of uh, of people being open to it, okay, we, we've been talking a little bit about the the balance between politics and and everything else that we get to do as part of media. But from the pulpit, okay, uh, I hear people complain sometimes. Well, we got to keep politics out of the pulpit. Well, the, that you know, the revolution wouldn't have happened without the pulpit grabbing their muskets and getting some regiments ready. <laughs> so, what do you think? about that balance and where it should be, especially in this generation that is so um, walls up now again, uh, uh, on the partisan divide that we're experiencing and how that also relates to, to the pulpit and, and, and speaking from a ministry perspective. Well, I think what kind of uh, hurt the church, now I wasn't alive during this time, but it was the 1960s, I think, when the they call it the Johnson Amendment came down. Mm-hmm. There was a compromise. I wasn't born then. I wasn't around then. I don't know who the decision makers were, the policy makers were, but the churches accepted it. Um, that that's kind of what cut the 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 strong you know message. You know that was some type of compromise. And you and I both know we compromise. We're going to fail. Oh yeah. You know, in, in time. Um, and God bless our politicians and everything, but this, this is their life. This is what they do. They try to find compromises, good things, go back and forth. But the church compromised somewhere before my lifetime, so I can't necessarily hit that. But I think as a historian, theologian, you know, I could say, like, that was um, negative. That, that was horrible for the American church. Mm-hmm. And my message, really, what I want people to understand is, you do what God has called you to do. Don't put yourself in a box. Don't put the Holy Spirit in a box. He's going to break out of it anyway. Amen. And he's going to blow your mind. Um, if we're scared as a church, we're obviously um, in the wrong place. We need to be bold. We need to look at the apostles in the book of Acts. We need yes. to look at the epistles. I mean, Paul wrote the book of Philippians from prison, and all he talked about was joy yeah. and rejoicing. Yeah. You know? Um, and here we are... Uh, you know, like we're we're not warriors right now, or so it seems. God bless the church. I love the church. Yeah, I agree. But, but we need to be emboldened, and we need to know. So, you know, if God has told you to make a five hundred one c three, go for it. But be prepared for mm-hmm. what may be coming down the pipeline in the future. Yeah. Uh, from the government because of your nonprofit status. Nonprofit status. Hey, that's a good thing. You will get people who aren't Christians who will donate because they get a tax write off. God bless them, God bless their gift, you know, but they're not making their way into heaven because of it, unless they have a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. But if God has told you to, to make a ministry and not be a nonprofit, hey, you know what? You, you, you could probably be louder and bolder, yeah. you know? Yeah. You're not put in a box. Mm-hmm. I might be hitting something here. Hopefully this interview isn't censored if it put, it's posted online <laughs> because of what I just said. Right. But, um, I mean, who knows? It could be. But... We, we need to, if God called you into politics to talk about politics, to talk about Jesus in politics, uh, to, you know, Jesus wasn't a Republican or Democrat, you know, um, but, <laughs> it, I mean, here we, we do live in the United States of America. It's a two-party right. system currently. Yeah. But we need truth speakers. We need prophets to go into those places. That's right. You know, we, we need people to lay hands on those people. We need people. I mean, I was blessed when I saw people laying hands on the last president, you know, Trump, you know, and now it's pretty discouraging when the National Day of Prayer, their prayer breakfast is canceled in Washington, Mm D.C. Like, hey, but I still have hope for our nation. Yeah. 
so for me, it's just, you know, people need to do what God has called them to do. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I, I know what I'm called to do to, to do media missions, media ministry, mm-hmm. continue podcasting, make movies, documentaries, following my friends who signs and wonders follow them, you know, um, but then other people, you know, like there, there might be a homeschool mom listening into this. Right. And I say that because I love homeschool moms because my, my wife is a homeschool mom. Amen. You know, she, you know, that homeschool mom, God's going to use her to raise a nation. That's right. Of disciple change, uh, mm. world changers. That's right. You know, and those kids, uh, a firefighter, you know, a secretary, God can use the saints. So they just be faithful to them. And, and honestly, some of these people will probably have these ministries explode overnight. They didn't realize that they had a ministry, Yeah, you know? So um, I hope that answers your question. That does. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm also seeing this at the same time, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to say I, I, I'm sure that you've had the, a similar revelation as you talk to people around the world that, that we're seeing a lot of these same things. And uh, that's encouraging to me because, you know, that's what the, the blessing is of being in, in this particular mission field is because we get to hear those stories of encouragement of, yeah, you're not by yourself fighting this fight. And, you know, sometimes we get our Western Christianity goggles on and we forget that there's people in this country. And that's why in our our news segment at the beginning of our show, we almost always have a segment about Christian persecution. Sometimes there's some of it that's close to home. Other parts, it's, it's around the world. But it's happening everywhere where Christian voices, the truth, is getting censored or silenced. And there, there is a fight to be had there. But he also told us it was coming. And it's not new. <laughs> right. you, were, you were talking about, you know, that Jesus and the disciples having to deal with the government that they had to deal with. I mean, it wasn't just uh, we're going to censor you is you're going to hang on a tree with nails. Right. Uh, you're, you're not you're not going to get through this if you're going to keep talking about this Jesus person. Um, you know, they they in Rome, they even outlawed the, you know, the, the name, the sacred name of God because they knew the power was there. They outlawed it. So. This isn't a new thing. We, we, we're prepared for this. We ha- he said, I've got a comforter coming to help you with this. <laughs> Whew, yeah, man. that's right. Yeah. You're preaching, brother. Yeah, You're preaching. Gonna, I was going to say, we're going to get going here in a second, even only a couple minutes left. Uh, but, no, I wanted to point out when you just said uh, you, you were talking about how, uh, you know, missionaries and all the different – and even the different businesses where that can be your mission field. Our, our quote of the day today was Jim Elliott, and he said, missionaries are very human folks just doing what they are asked, simply a bunch of nobodies trying to exalt somebody. Uh, so, you know, that, that kind of hits the nail on the head of what we've been talking about the last little bit. Uh, and then talking about compromise, we had a listener text in and said, what you compromise to keep, you will lose. And uh, we, have, yeah. we have seen that. A lot of the churches that shut their doors, a lot of people are not coming back because uh, they want to find yeah. the real. Um, man, in these last couple of minutes, I, I know we, we've, we've covered a lot of ground today, and I've really enjoyed it. But I wanted to give you an opportunity uh, to talk about uh, Fireborn Ministries uh, as well, because uh, I know that uh, that's a very in, important part of your ministry as well. Oh, yeah. Well, Fireborn Ministries, you know, committed to the Holy Spirit. We live to see Jesus awaken this generation to the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, we do webinars and seminars and uh, write articles and, you know, the podcast, Adventures in the Spirit. That's on all podcast platforms. Um, but can I say something? Absolutely. You know, I, I mean, people could land on my website, firebornministries.com, and they could get, you know, like a free download and things like that. But, um, you know, I, I have hope. 
I want to say this. I have hope for what is coming. Yeah. And that's because we've got the power of the Holy Spirit in us. Mm, and I'm sorry to anybody who felt like the church left them or stopped pastoring them yeah. or, you know, like closed the doors or compromised. Now, the true church, even if there's true persecution, will arise and shine. Mm-hmm. The true church will rise up. That, that remnant, as you had said, brother, will, will rise up and people will be attracted to it and drawn to it and run to it, uh, no matter what's going on in the world. The true church declares the truth yes. and doesn't compromise. That's right. You know, um, when, when this whole thing kicked off uh, last year, you know, there, there are spiritual forces at play, but Jesus always wins That's because right. he already won on the cross. Ooh. You know, so we just keep uh, pointing people to the cross. We keep pointing people to that. And we keep sounding the alarm, yeah. uh, and we need to be prophetic voices and speaking into the cult- culture, influencing it, you know, taking Jesus everywhere that we go, you know, holding to our convictions, you know, and holding to what the Scripture says. Uh, but there is, I have hope for an awakening. I have hope that there's going to be a great turnaround. Uh, I, I just feel it pretty strongly. Uh, a great turnaround here in the United States of America. Um, there, there will be more... Uh, rumblings uh, coming down the pipeline. There's going to be more shakings, uh, yeah. you know, but we're, we live in an unshakable kingdom if we're in Christ. Yes. So I, I just want to encourage everybody, hey, you know what? If you don't want to listen to the news, because all that, that's, that's a negative prophecy. Mm-hmm. You know, the news, shut it off. You know, just spend time in the Word, spend time uh, abiding in the vine of Christ and just rest in him and then do what he's called you to do. Yes. So I just, that's kind of what I thought I had to say. Amen. Amen. We're always obedient to the spirit, brother. You're, you're welcome. Uh, and, and open. Uh, we love, we love that around here. So <laughs> I was going to say, look, who's preaching now. So, uh, that's, that's uh, good <laughs> well, stuff. <clears throat> Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I really appreciate the time that you've given us this morning. Live radio, we, we've got to move on to the next segment. But, man, uh, you are welcome anytime. We'd love to to chat it up again. And, uh, man, bless you in everything that you're doing. And, and love to see that the Lord is, is blessing you in your obedience and everything that uh, he's been doing for you in the last year. I know that it's exponentially going to uh, just continue to grow as you're continuing Amen. to uh, be obedient and continue to step in what he is calling you to, man. Because as you and I both know, uh, yeah. We do have to promote what we're doing, but that's not why we do it. We're not we're not doing it to elevate uh, Jared Lasky. We're not doing it to elevate Voice in the Kingdom. We're not we're doing it to vo- to elevate His Kingdom and to elevate Amen. His Word. And and so, man, just just keep that up and, and keep your head up. And, you know, I know sometimes in this space. It can feel negative a lot of times, even when you get to have fun interviewing wonderfully like-minded folks like yourself and others that I'm sure that you have talked to. Sometimes it's a it's a thankless job, uh, but we we really do um, enjoy your ministry and what the Lord is calling you to. And and thank you so much uh, for taking time out to be on with us this morning. You're welcome. Man. It was so much fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And you guys be blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you, brother. All right, that is uh, Jared Lasky of Fireborn Ministries and also the podcast Adventures in the Spirit. You can find it on the Charisma Podcast Network and all the other places that you find podcasts. And I encourage you to download it and follow him on uh, social media. Always has encouraging guests and words and and, uh, a lot of the guests that he's had, we have had. And and we, uh, we, we really enjoy 
uh, Jared Lasky being obedient in the spirit and, and doing what the Lord has called him to do in the space that he has called him to do it. And we appreciate him coming on Voice in the Kingdom. Be sure to tune in every weekday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. for Voice in the Kingdom. We always have a special guest at 8 a.m. Thanks for joining us on the Box 2 Radio Network. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.